0: going on what's going on how y'all doing how y'all doing today is friday uh don't know the exact date because yeah like i just don't keep up with another day anymore like i, I don't know why like unless i have to write it down every day i don't even really keep up with that but anyway today's friday uh we made we made it through another week y'all like another week of corona we made it through another week, you know. Uh, our own individual traumas, our own individual trials. Through all that, though, we're still alive. Uh, we still have our livelihood. We still have love from our family. You know, we may have lost a little bit of money. You know, or somebody may have gotten the car wrecked. Hell, we just had a whole hurricane. Was Laura? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, Hurricane Laura. Whole thing just came through and really you know devastated a lot of people uh got rid of a lot of people's homes so just be thankful that that wasn't you you know that's we may be we may not like our significant other we may not like our job you know see sometimes your kids may get on your nerve but you know we have to be thankful for the things that we do have for the things that we don't have so that's not the point of my show today the point of today's show is i was asked to uh to go over kind of my, uh, my background in the Army, so, which I'm not gonna go over the whole background in the Army, because, yeah, I'm we'll gonna be here all day for that, you know, I would need, uh, days and days and days to really go through all, to really comb through with a fine-tooth comb, all the things that we did, so, yeah, let's get started, so, I'm gonna tell you about this one time in the military, or shall I say numerous occasions, but, This one time, now, as I've mentioned on this show in the beginning, I have a stuttering problem, so if it comes out here and there, just bear with me, I'll be all right. But, you know, when in the military, you know, they have a certain stigma about what the military is supposed to be, and those old-school guys, you know, they kind of enforce that stigma. So, when they came across me, the young black guy, you know, who stuttered, it was like, uh... Uh, we don't really know this guy is, you know and um, a lot of my career advancements was held back because of uh, the guy was like oh I thought you were stupid I thought you you know had a problem with you I didn't want you to go out there and embarrass yourself man it's like although you know I was I'm not gonna say I was the top guy in my shop but I was pretty good if you knew me in the army you know you can feel free to you know chime in whatever. I'm not going to say I was the best yeah, soldier. I, I, I wasn't. But, you know, I didn't get in any trouble. Um, my physical fitness was on par. Now, uh, excuse me. Now, physical fitness-wise, like I could work out. I could run unless I was hurt. Because there was a point in time when I was hurt. So I couldn't do all of that. So, uh-oh. It's raining. Anyway, there was a point in time in the military I couldn't do that because I was just running and running and uh, the so doctor told me that was varicose veins. I guess when your veins are enlarged, well, mine was in my left testicle. Yep, you heard that right. My left nut. I don't know what it was. That motherfucker was shut down and it caused me severe pain. Like, and it first started happening in Korea. Cause I used to run like five, six, seven, eight miles a day. Like, run, run. So, anyway. Well, one of the first sergeants was like, oh yeah, man, I didn't want to see you in school because I thought you were stupid. I thought you were dumb. Like, you know, I felt as if that was really fucked up because, uh, yeah, I'm not. who knows how far I would have advanced in my military career had someone just had the conversation with me and not, you know, made these ridiculous assumptions. So, but yeah, so I was held back a lot in the military due to the fact that I stuttered. When I went to Korea, you know, they was like, oh, we're not going to see you to this class because, you know... Yeah, but I had uh, one senior NCO. He was an uh, E7. And uh, he was like, no, Hines really smart. I'm going to send Heinz out there. I'm going to send him out there. I'm going to send him out there. So I went to this class in Korea. Um, it was... I remember the exact name. I don't know how... If that's still classified or not, but anyway, it was some training, piece of equipment that we had, and uh, they didn't want to send me, of course, because they thought I was stupid and slow. But uh, my my NCOIC was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna go ahead on and send him." So he sent me and this other guy. We're just gonna call this other guy Bill. Yeah. So me and Bill is in class, whatever, and now Bill was a Bill's the type of guy who, you know, he. Super smart, super brilliant guy. He was a fast talker though. And he was sometimes it seemed as if he was a better talker than he was at actually performing the task in which he was bragging on at that point in time. Now I'm not gonna say he couldn't perform those tasks, but he had a lot of, you know, he had a good good conversation skills he he, he, he he could talk it up and make it sound good and all the higher up they were like oh man that guy you know hold on give me a second let me hydrate <sighs> yeah like I was saying that guy there could talk up a storm he could make it sound real good and he could impress a lot of people they were like oh yeah man he sounds real good man yeah he know what he's talking about that guy squirted away he got squirted away so, anyway, we're working on this project together, and, um, uh what's going on? Yeah. Sorry, I'm in traffic as well. Anyway, we're working on this project together, and there's this one particular little little switch that's not working. Now, I know why it's not working, because, you know, I paid attention in class. But, um, uh, so we had an exercise coming up, and then we had a couple of weeks to get this particular system up and going, live. Uh, as some would say we had it a couple of weeks in order for it to go live that way, you know, it could be visible on all platforms. So but before that day got there, you know, we needed to be here at work and, you know, I pretty much had everything already laid out in the background. But I didn't say anything because everyone, you know, tossed this guy up like up there, like filled with the shit. So, you know, I was like, Okay, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Bill fix it. Now mind you, I wasn't undermine Bill or nothing, but Bill had us ordering parts. Oh man, it may be this or it may be that or it may be this, you know, calling through the specialist, you know. It was literally just a program. Anyway. So about three weeks later, you know, it's a it's the day day prior to the the ma- the major event, the go live event. So, you know, I was like, Well, I can't, you know, make everybody look bad. So I went ahead and fixed it. And when I fixed it, everyone just automatically assumed that he fixed it. And I was like, no, I fixed it. I was like, oh, well, well what did it? And that's because Bill had already been doing X, Y, and Z. I was like, yeah, but that wasn't it. So they were like, well, what, 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 what was it? I was like, well, it was just, you know, simple fix. It was like, I don't understand. I don't understand that. How could it be that simple? I, was like, I it was. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but that's what it was. And so, you know, the next day, uh, there was this higher up, this higher up guy. This was uh, he was a well, what we call in the military, full bird. But uh, he was a little higher than actually. No, no, this was a general. A general had visited us, and uh, he wanted to kind of see the base of operations, see how things were going off and everything. And uh, you know, with with Bill being Bill, he was everybody's poster child, so not for everybody, but the, in the communication department, he was the poster child because he could talk his talk talk and talk and, you know, make everything just, you know seem technically amazing so, hey, you know so everybody was expecting Bill to come out there and, you know, in the military we give coins, so they had a coin, ready, coin form ready and everything, if he could come through and explain what was going on now, uh, Bill didn't fix this issue. Bill, didn't really, Bill couldn't explain this issue. He didn't fix this issue. So they put me out there. I, You know, again, I'm nervous. And I was still young at that point in time, stuttering, you know, but I got the... And, and, and the... And the, the uh, what's the guy's drunk again? The, and then the general was like, okay, yeah, I see you had a little issue, but I was very impressed by how you got yourself together and came through and executed the mission, blase, blase, blase and they was like, well, you, you want to ride on the, uh, on the chopper? nah, I don't want to ride on the helicopter, so Bill went ahead and went ran on the uh, went and rode on the helicopter with him, but, you know I got the coin, and the coin is like one of those, you know like a trophy, in some cases so, and when one of my commanders came back and was like, yo, you know, uh, that was supposed to be his, right, I was like if it was supposed to be his, he would've got it, right and if anybody knows anything about the military, you know, you get smart with somebody. That's you know, a real, It's a real power struggle in the military. You know, you get somebody a little bit of rank and, yeah, they putting their chest out. But, you know, I'm not going to act like I didn't pull rank every blue moon because, you know, that, that's just what we did. It was being done to me. So I was like, well, maybe this is what we supposed to do. But anyway, not everybody did it. So don't take this and be like, oh, everybody in the military is fucked up. Nah, this is old school military. Things have changed. Anyway, uh, so yeah, like, you know, they, I felt like they were trying to demean me because, you know, they wanted this this guy to, you know, really shine, and he did it, and I did, and, you know, not to bring race into this, but, you know, in the military, sometimes it's a pretty racist gig, you know, depending on who or what you got going on, you know. But there's even, there's a plenty of people that can attest to you that uh you know, there's certain biases in the military here. I think that the black and white ink you know, is a bias on itself like on the height and weight standards like I was out there running I ran at one point in time, not every time one point in time in the military I ran two miles in 13 minutes and 35 seconds while I was in Kuwait this was a regular day matter of fact, I was racing against my XO and yeah, like he was in the race of what not race, it was a PT session, two mile, two mile. Uh, yeah, anyway, one of my XOs in there, COs, a, it was a lot of high ranking people. So, had I cheated or did something, there was a plenty of people there visible to be like, Oh, no, you know, you didn't do this right, or you're doing XYZ, or you got off the track, or you didn't actually run two miles. Like, man, everybody always tried to discredit me. Oh, you didn't actually run two miles. How do you not run two miles when you marked off the track? If I complete the track from point A and I make it to point B in X amount of time, I... yeah, but it was just, it couldn't fathom some people's mind that I was this big. I wouldn't even be, but I was big to be in the military, like according to black and white. And yeah, it's just, a, yeah, man, let me tell you. The reason I got out of the military is because I was on the verge of being kicked out only because um, my uh, body fat percentage you know, was higher than others, but that's never stopped me. When I was healthy, I was healthy. And when I wasn't, I wasn't. Simple that. But hey, I think that's a lot of us, you know. Uh, those of us who are real active in the gym or do a lot of running, whatever, like if we stop for a couple of weeks, like we land the game 15, 20 pounds because our body is so used to, you know, moving and working is used to a certain rhythm and everything and when we break that rhythm yeah you know it fucking breaks but anyway yeah that's the reason I got out of the military Uh, I wish I would have you know I'm not gonna say I wish I would have stayed in because I make a lot more money than what I make now do I miss the military yes I do because it's the camaraderie it's the the brotherhood the, the sisterhood like the yeah like to, look, some of the people I met in the military right now I can call them before I can call my family and and that's just real real spiel like it's some of my people in the military who I keep up they're not long in the military either but you know we check on each other all the time you know because I understand the struggles they understand my struggles we're both going through it you know, some of my friends are retired you know did 20 plus years in the military hey you know still check up on them because we, we, we had such a great bond you know it, w- it wasn't all bad it wasn't all you know all the mental problems there, there was a plenty of good times in the military a plenty now I'll go through another another podcast and talk about basic training and the adventures we had in basic training because uh, a lot of people ask me oh I got a son or a daughter or a niece or they getting ready to go to the military now everything's changed anyway due to COVID-19 but physically wise like the, the, the stuff I had to prepare for physically You know, there was a whole session because I went and I got sent home. Like, I didn't, like, I just signed up and was like, okay, I'm headed tomorrow. Nah, I signed up my junior year in high school. September 21st, actually. September 21st, 2006. And I was supposed to ship out August 2007, right after I graduated. And, no, I was supposed to ship out May 2007, right after I graduated, like, a few days later. And, yeah, I didn't ship out to August because I was fat because I was in high school, and I was like, oh, well, I'm no longer doing extracurricular activities because I'm finna graduate. I'm just finna chill out, party, you know, just be a senior. No, nope. boy, I got fat. Sent my ass packing. Cruder was pissed off. But, yeah, probably come back with a couple of more before this trip is over with. I got a pretty long journey, so, you know what's the lesson from this particular podcast? What's the takeaway from today? Don't be so judgmental of people. You know, uh, we have to... uh Uh-oh. My bad. Big truck behind me started driving sideways. We have to to, uh, accept people for who they are right here, right now. And, you know, we have to realize that everyone isn't going to be like somebody else. Nobody's going to do something how you do it. Nobody's going to... Nobody you. Stop expecting you out of somebody else how about that you know because in the military they like oh well you know we just expect everybody to to talk regular you know we expect everybody to run to run two miles an x amount of time but, but I mean that, are, that those are the expectations but if people can perform those tasks but they don't look like you don't make those assumptions don't make those uh you know yeah don't, 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 don't be judgmental don't be judgmental be open minded you know if you have a problem go to that person maybe this issue could be resolved because when they was when they didn't want to send me to school I had the guy just come and talk to me you know call me into his office let's have a meeting let's talk about this look this is what this is what we want to do you know or he could have him my first line social supervisor and me we could have sat down devised the plan you know he expressed his concerns I could have reassured him and moved on from there that's you know to me that's what good leadership does be good leaders cuz if you're a good leader if you can you know lead somebody down the great path then that entails turns you into a good leader and then hopefully that affects tr- trickles down you know so yeah well i am stuck in traffic right now and yeah i'm going to go over this again if nobody told you today You're beautiful. I love you. Um, I hope you make it. Like, whatever you're going through right now, it does not last forever. It doesn't. You know, we, we go through pains and struggles all the time, but they do not last, okay? Like, there's plenty of blessings coming your way. Like, you have to speak these affirmations into your life. You have to manifest these things. You have to make way. Faith without, faith without work is dead for the diehard Christians that are listening to me faith without work is dead manifestations without making space for these things in your life all that's dead Okay. like I told my, my mama and, we, and if you're going through something right now if you're praying about it, you're talking to your ancestor about it you're looking for this light and you or you have a problem that you just kind of is put in God's hands you like you know what, I'm putting it into the universe I ain't gonna worry about it if you're not going to worry about it then do not worry about it then because once you put it out there you have to be trusting in, in whatever deity you believe in to actually handle these problems for you once you put it in God's hands it's in God's hands God got it he don't need you to come back checking up on him oh I just want to you know I just want to see what that issue hitting and fold that I hit you on you remember uh, I gave you this I just want to see, see how that's going and when you start and when you do things for a uh, ill will if you have an ill will towards somebody you know don't think that that's going to be um don't think that that's going to return a blessing for you it's not going to be a fruitful situation because you wish ill will now if you're doing dark magic hey i you know I'm, I'm not a dark magic guy you know that's not me there's people out there who do that they they know what they're doing there's certain practices don't just go out and try things that you don't know what's going on okay you need to do your research get you a mentor get you a spiritual advisor You know, I ain't talking about don't call on one eight hundred numbers. Nah, get somebody who in the nitty and gritty down here, actually doing the work, putting the work in. Let those people guide you. Let your spirit guides guide you. Let your ancestors guide you. Yeah, let your God, let your gods guide you. Whoever, I'm, I'm for whoever. I'm for positivity. I'm for love. I'm for all that. Okay. If you're not about that, hey, do whatever you do. Okay. Just don't, don't, you know, knock somebody else down in the process. All right. So on that note, uh, yeah, y'all enjoy y'all day. Bye. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did and you want to contact me, uh, please do so by email at the distorted cosmos podcast yes that's the name the distorted cosmos please hit me up again at the distorted cosmos podcast at gmail all one word forwards the distorted cosmos podcast at gmail hit me up